0: going on guys we're back i'm john jay the second you already know it goes without saying i'm
1: with chris platy what's going on today chris man what's up bro what's up chill Pie? what's up john what's up all the listeners i'm excited to be back and uh this one's really dope i'm really excited for this one
0: yeah me too man we got a lot of stuff in store today um chris has got some big news i'll let him go over that and announce it um but yeah chris why don't you just give him a little intro this is this is your deal
1: okay so um this is like a extreme passion product that i've had or project i should say that i've had for like for years in the making um it's been an idea that's kind of planned been planted in my mind years ago so i'm not much of a college guy not much of an nca uh tournament guy I, I enjoy march madness but i'm like you know what let's bring that to hip-hop you know and like we've seen it last year with the kanye bracket the kendrick bracket um And I did those on my podcast and those were fun, but I was like, okay, let me let me do it But I want to do it the right way. I want to have the right brackets. I want to do And and not to say that those brackets weren't great because they were but I want to do brackets that nobody's gonna do that have like a high degree of difficulty like this one or you know or just gonna be really fun and, and engage and create a lot of conversations and debates and so I, I planned out several, and the first one I'm rolling out, because I'm going to be rolling out a few. Uh, the first one is the Greatest 64 Projects of All Time bracket. This is albums, mixtapes, EPs, you name it. I took the best from hip-hop history and kind of kind of condensed it into regions and all that, and divided it by north, east, south, west. And took the 16 best from each, and kind of just, and, and kind of made it. I mean, it's a whole process, so we can dig into that if you want. But um, yeah, it was it was a huge, passionate project. It took tons of hours, tons of time, um, and that's just formulating the list. Not even considering all the time I spent listening to these records. A lot of these records were, being a being a hip hop head, I am like these were records that I had already heard. Like everything that made this list, I had already heard before I made the list. Um, but I originally had it at 150 albums, and then I narrowed it down to 64. And so, and so like, during that process, you know, I was, I was kind of listening to albums and some albums that I hadn't heard yet, and now I can't imagine life without them. So, uh, so it's been a really fun, really rewarding process. The, uh, the reception's been great. Pretty much everyone I've, I've talked to, everyone that's come across the bracket has liked it. Um, several publications and platforms have picked it up and it's doing well and i i I got a lot of people to shout out i couldn't do this without of course first off my graphic designer for this project my guy john adams who designed the whole bracket he also designed my logo so check him out Um, kenneth inge will gill connor ennis spike Lou, animal brown andrew duras all these guys provided feedback while i was creating this because i really went through it and I tried to go through this the right way because to tackle the 64 greatest projects or, or a variation of that is a huge undertaking and a huge responsibility, and you want to do it right. So I had to, so I had to kind of delegate and, uh, and, and really just rely off other people's feedback as I'm creating. You know, what do you think about doing it this way or that way? And we could talk about it because there were several versions of this bracket, but um, it, it wouldn't be possible without all those people. So salute to them.
0: Yeah, that's, that's actually something I wanted to get into real quick. is just the complexity of the bracket. You said mm-hmm. you narrowed it down from one hundred and fifty down to sixty-four, which had to be a tough process because uh, you're yeah. taking albums out, uh, maybe that they might be or they might contain records that are very close to your heart, heart that you listen to all the time. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. It's just like how do you narrow that down and how do you? Because I see, you know, just a couple of Drake albums uh, just to go mm-hmm. off the bat here. Take care, so far gone. Uh, like, how how do you? I mean, obviously those are those are paramount albums. You gotta have. You gotta have. Take care on there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know certain things, but like I guess what was a deciding factor to maybe take some of these albums out because you gotta cut out yeah. almost more than more than half of these.
1: Yeah. So um. Like 150. So first the process went. I had to figure out the way I was gonna organize it. Right. Like, uh, if you've seen the Kanye bracket that took off last year, that's a great example because that's a viral bracket. If you look at that, the regions don't matter. They're just things that are named after, like named that are affiliated with Kanye West, like Donda, his mother's name. I think one bracket was called Saint. So the regions didn't have a meaning, but so I thought, OK, maybe I can do that with this bracket. If I can, if I could just narrow it down to the 64 most critically acclaimed projects and just put them there and, and see what happens. And, and a part of me really wanted to do that because that's kind of like the utopian Dream is to have the best, absolutely represented. But the more I thought about it, there was just problems that I would have run into with that. Mainly the fact that uh you know, hip hop is very much it started in the east. It started in in the east region, so it has a predominant like if like the first sketch I did had I think thirty six or thirty eight east albums, and then like eighteen or twenty west. So it was pretty much all east and west and then the north and the south weren't really represented outside of a few outside of a few great projects and um and i just thought and and i just thought that regions were always important so i i kind of felt i kind of felt bad about it being uh, about being that way and then another another problem was when i tried to do decades i tried to do okay there's four decades that hip-hop's been old it's 45 years old so we could do we could do the 80s and 90s the um we do the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s, it works perfect, right? But the problem is that the 90s is the golden era of hip-hop, and it has so many classic albums, so many essential albums, and so the 90s would get screwed, and then, like, uh, you know, the 80s, most of the 80s hip-hop was just kind of forming, and there's a lot of great projects, like, you know, Curtis Blow's album, and things of that nature that didn't make this current version of the bracket, but, If we're being honest those aren't in the top despite their influence those aren't in the top 64 objectively today considering all of it so the 80s would have some that that kind of wouldn't normally be in there and then the 2010s as well wouldn't have a lot of albums that would be in there it'd really be mainly represented by the 90s and the 2000s as far as as far as like the albums that would actually have a chance of going far in the bracket so that was a problem so then So then I thought about it, and I'm like, well, what about regions? Because regions have always been important in hip-hop, right? Like, regions are something that are culturally important. How many times do you hear the South or the West or the East? You don't really hear the North too much because the North is pretty much all that's not claimed by the East, West, and South. But those regions mean something to hip-hop, and so I felt... I felt if I just if I take the 16 best from each region and I and I really do my best work to grab the sixteen best, then I feel like that will make the most people happy. That will satisfy the most people because all regions are represented fairly and it does and I'll admit it does suck for the East Coast because the if I if I'm being honest, there's a lot of East Coast projects on there that are are better than some projects from the north the south and even the west and and you know that's just the way hip hop is but but my guys will gill and connor both said the same point to me when i was talking to them and it really stuck with me and they're like and they're like you're chris you're stressing over you know who's going to be the 16th seed in the east but it's like but it's like if you're debating on if that's going to be a 16th seed in the east no matter how hard you you fill out your bracket or no matter how you fill out your bracket, that album's most likely not getting it past round two, right? Because if because if you got a debate for it to get in the in the bracket, then it really doesn't stand a chance of going far outside of outside of certain fan bases that really love that album. So you know, so it sucked like Big L's album, The Lifestyles of the Poor and Dangerous, is one of my favorite albums ever, but it didn't make the list. And so it really kind of it really kind of sucked for the East this version the way it turned out. But you know what? I'm happy. I think I got the 16 right for the East. I think I got the 16 right for every region. Uh, the North had a lot of great projects like Royce to 5-9 had great projects. Danny Brown. But at the end of the day, I, I went with the most critically acclaimed, and that's what I did. I compiled lists of all sorts from Rolling Stones from multiple publications, and tried to just and tried to just figure out okay what is a what are the consensus best project so I kind of numbered each uh, however many times a project was mentioned in a publication and I use that because the goal of this was to really it was to really kind of be as uninvolved as in as possible if that makes sense right because I don't want to I don't want to dictate the outcome of this bracket I don't want to control the seating because that can control matchups and you know and and affect how how the brackets filled out and also i don't want to control what's in and out if i don't have to so you know i have i have a a good a fair knowledge of hip-hop so i kind of know i kind of know and have the idea of what the albums would look like but researching it and finding other lists finding other publications and getting critics to kind of to kind of narrow the field for me uh, really, really made it work. I think because at the end of the day, I think I'm capturing. I, I think I'm capturing the the most sixteen acclaimed from each region, and then from there, I used uh, I I averaged the score of the of let's say credible publications of each of each review of each album. So uh, so then I used that to create a score, and then that score determined the seating. So really, when you think about it, I didn't control the seating. i i I kind of but not really controlled how the uh what 16 made it from each region so that was my my goal was to be as hands-off as possible because i didn't want my biases my opinions anything to affect the outcome of this bracket because this is an important bracket i really wish and, and and wanted to have the best projects represented. And I feel like at the end of the day, doing it the way I did it, I think I did. I think I captured the 16 best from each region and I and I and I feel good about it. And the response has been good. So that's helped. But uh, but yeah, I try to just be as uninvolved as possible. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, for sure. And I guess I, I kind of just realized this because um and correct me if I'm wrong, but these regions are actually geographical regions where yeah, these yeah. artists are come, where they blew up. Yeah, and that that really, and that's that's interesting to note too, because you know the March Madness bracket just dropped uh, yesterday, Selection Sunday, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of goes along hand in hand with the hype of bracketology, the whole bracket uh, yeah. structure. Uh, and there's a lot of uh, flack, I guess, because there's a Midwest region where there's only I think one or two Midwest teams in there. Like MSU is not even; they're like in the South or North or something. They're not in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of the case where. Uh, you'd hope that these teams would be organized in a fashion where, um, I mean, you know, seating and everything, there's going to be a mix-up, you yeah. know. That's always, always going
1: to uh, be subjective and debatable. Like, to this day, I have people hitting me. Oh, how is good kid Mad City a seventh seed? I'm like, don't ask me. I just I just filled it out. I didn't, don't shoot the messenger, right? Like, right. critically, like, as, as a hip-hop culture, when it comes to critic-wise, that that is considered the seventh best album in the West Coast, like statistically numberly. That is considered the seventh best. So it's like, so it's like, I tr- I tried to be as uninvolved as possible. And the other thing that made this list hard too was I wanted to include mixtapes because mixtapes are so important in hip hop history. Like I grew up on mixtape. I didn't grow up on. The Wayne era, I didn't, I didn't. That was kind of just right as I was getting into hip hop. Was when Wayne was when Wayne mixtape Wayne was kind of was kind of fading out. Like I missed prime mixtape Wayne uh, just because I didn't I didn't even know about that piff at the time. But in the 2010s, like the Mac Millers, the Wiz Khalifas. You know, like, those kind of artists, the DJ mixtapes, the DJ Who Kid, Gangsta Grills, Pharrell, like, all these crazy mixtapes that dropped during my time, Dream Chasers, Meek Mill, like, that whole series, like, there was a ton of classic and just important projects that, to me, a lot of those mixtapes are better than a lot of albums that are out there, so... Uh, so when I was searching the list, like it was kind of hard because a lot of these mixtapes didn't get a lot of reviews. They got reviews from maybe a handful of publications, and there was no list that included like the Rolling Stone. No list included mixtapes. It was only just, these are the greatest albums, or these are the greatest mixtapes. There was no combination. And to me, both are essential in the history of hip-hop. Because you can't tell the history of hip-hop without dap mixtapes. You can't. So I wanted to create... A, a world where the albums and the mixtapes can be thrown together and you know the results are interesting. Like, you know, you got Soul Food, a classic album in the South from Goody Mob, versus Dedication Two by Lil Wayne, widely considered one of the best mixtapes ever. Let's see how the I wanna see how the how the listeners, how the how, you know, everyone reacts to that. I wanna see the kind of discussions that come from that. I think that's interesting. So that was kind of the goal, uh, really was to just kind of create the the Uh, the best of both worlds uh, of really many worlds when it comes to it and the regions to me were a big thing too because I like the idea of comparing damn to Machiavelli's seven-day theory Tupac's album those are both West Coast albums one is in the 90s one is in the 2010s so like when you're comparing coasts like there's still an element of that sound like a lot of the sounds from early West Coast still exist in West Coast today they're just they're just uh, less prominent, I'd say. So it's kind of interesting. You could kind of see with with comparisons like that. You could kind of see the shift of of where West Coast music was at that time, where it's at, at at the at the time of the other album, which is Damn, which is currently. So it's like so it's like you can see kind of the different shifts and and phases within it. And you know, hip hop has always just been predicated on regions, man. Like regions have always been important. You hear. You know andre 3000 stand up at the source awards the south's got something to say you know you got snoop Dogg talking about we ain't scared of the east uh you know and like and like things like that so regions have always been essential and even though you know today a lot of the sounds are meshed you'll hear every you'll hear south influence on every album you'll hear west coast influence on a lot of albums you'll hear east coast influence on a lot of albums and and that aren't just in those regions but at the end of the day each region has their kind of core that they that they kind of build off of their foundation that they build off of, and so that to me is that to me is interesting. It's really interesting to compare projects from different time periods in the same region, you know. So that's why I did it the way I did it.
0: That's really interesting that you note too how um, you know mixtapes don't often get compared to you know studio produced albums, and that's very yeah. true. I grew up on you know Dat Piff Spin Rilla. Uh, oh, yeah. all those outlets too. And I uh, i mean, the one that comes to mind is Wiz Khalifa's 28 Grams. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I could compare that to a lot and I could even put that up and beyond a lot of studio produced oh, yeah. albums that I are great albums. It. Yeah. You know what I mean? And a lot of these mixtapes, you know, they call them mixtapes. Maybe they were made in the studio, but um, maybe they had like, they have a lot of, I think 28 Grams had 28 songs on it. You know what I mean? I guess that's, that'd be a long, it'd probably be a double album if yeah. it was a, if it was a studio release album. Um yeah, but, Lil, yeah. Lil
1: B once had like a I think it was I want to get the I want to get the number right but I want to say it was like 82 track mixtape like he had a super long mixtape. Yeah. I actually don't know the runtime of it but I yeah like the mixtape is totally different. Usually it's a different sound quality, it's mm-hmm. a different it's a different structure. They're not really like sequencing is sometimes used, sometimes it's not. Yeah. Like it, the mixtapes are the mixtapes there's there's they're there's beauty in the imperfection when yeah. it comes to mix they're more raw I think. yeah
0: it's just like the rawness of that kind of there's something to be said about it uh and i, I definitely notice that. i mean even just listening on if you go on dat piff even now or spin Real and listen to some of those mixtapes on there mm-hmm. and then you go listen to a studio album like damn uh you'll you can just see the sound quality difference and but yeah. i mean there's beauty and imperfection, you know. Yes, and there's, that goes without there's saying. There's beauty
1: and mastery, and there's beauty and imperfection too. That's the way I see it. So I'm glad that at the end of the day, my bracket was able to represent both, you know. So I'm really excited. I'm really, really excited about how it turned out. And I actually haven't filled mine out yet, but I, I can't, I can't wait. Um, if you want, we can dive into some of the regions. Yeah, I
0: was actually that. That's perfect. You just read my mind. So, <laughs> uh, speaking of the South, let's just dive into the South. Um, okay go into a little bit of the seeding and what made you put certain te- uh, certain albums in certain seeds. Okay, uh, so I'm looking at it right here. Yeah,
1: yeah, so let me see here. I got it on. I you don't have to on, start at one yeah. or anything either. You can just yeah, yeah. bounce around. So, um, so the South was an interesting one. Uh, the South was the one that I probably used the most feedback on just because uh, the South, if I'm being totally honest, between all the regions of hip-hop, the one that I'm least – uh educated on as far as depth is the south i know a lot of great yeah i know a lot of great south projects but um there's a lot of south projects that i that i don't uh that i don't really know that i got put on during the process of of creating this list so um so the south one i got i got people like shout out spike glue and animal brown who are from the south they have their own podcast uh on deck tv They were able to really provide that perspective and let me know that i was that i was good and that the list i had was what's the right list and that it it looked good to them so so that was that was huge getting getting that stamp of approval but um yeah this was this was cool it actually Doug motivation 101 the 16th seed was actually the very first album that i bought so uh so that was a really funny and really cool that it made it because that was to me a vital album and and by many people in the south you know that's that's a huge album that's a classic album has so many hits on it so there's a lot of there's a lot of interesting dynamics in the south you got you got a couple Wayne projects you got the Carter three the Carter two you got and then you got some mixtapes from Wayne the the drought three dedication Two. so you got four Wayne projects there you got a UGK project riding dirty you got Scarface, one of the forgotten legends, and in my opinion, one of the greatest to ever do it. Another, Young Jeezy, and arguably the greatest mixtape of all time, Trap or Die. Uh, again, by Young Jeezy, you got, you got 400 Degrees. And then you got, of course, you got Outkast. You got Equemini, you got Speaker Box and Love Below, one of the highest... Actually, Speaker Box and Love Below is the highest-selling hip-hop album of all time. You got ATLians. you got Soul Food you got nerd nerd or nerd however you want to say it in search of you got TI's trap music a fundamental and central album in the history of south and then and then rounding it out you got future dirty sprite 2 a a modern classic when it comes to the south and so so it was uh so it was really i was surprised by how the list came out it, it came out very well and and i think everything is well represented but It's an interesting collection because you got, like I said, like I mentioned earlier, you got Soul Food, which is all original instrumentation, um, very polished, very, uh, very perfected. Versus Dedication Two, where Wayne is recording in a studio and it's not fully mixed, right? But he's just rapping over all of the hottest beats of that era in hip hop, all of the, all of the biggest beats that you can name at the time. And so, and so it's like, and he's just spitting and delivering bars. So it's like. How are you going to compare those two? It's going to be interesting to see how people compare those. So I I like how the South to me was one that uh that that really that really came together nicely. I'm I'm excited about it.
0: Yeah, and then yeah, let's just go into the seeding too. Like, what made you put like I see the Carter three at a nine seed. What what mm-hmm. made you put them at a nine seed? I guess. Yeah. Or, or just like in general, what made you put certain? Was it with con- general consensus too when you were yeah, picking yeah the songs? yeah yeah. Like,
1: so when I was uh so like i use the list to kind i use lists to figure out okay what what are the 16 right then once i had the 16 i took the review scores and when i took the review scores i averaged them out between all the credible publications and then whatever number they had out of 100 you know and then i just went the highest number got number one and so on and so forth descending order so that's where so the carter three actually despite its good reception, um, there was a lot of albums that were highly above it, uh, the Speaker Box and Love Below was, I believe, like, 91, um, you know, like, Equemini was 90, 93 or 95, something like that, Riding Dirty was 96, that's the number one seed, N.E.R.D. was, was in the 90s as well, and I believe the Carter Three had, like, an 80, now, in, 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 culturally the carter three is very important but as far as 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 far as like critical acclaim that is it's met with a very positive but not uh but not universally positive reception so that's why it ended up ninth and you know trap or die being eight right above it was i believe i believe was literally just one rating above it and that's (laughs) and that's one of the greatest mixtapes of all time so it's kind (laughs) of it's it kind of did blow my mind that the carter three was number nine on the list but when i saw everything out when i laid everything out it kind of it kind of made sense you know scarface of course with the diary that was going to be a no-brainer top five and so so it, it 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 turned out very very interesting um because you know if you if you were to think off the top of your head you'd think the car you'd probably put the carter three in the top three or top five of the south but you know it's actually it's actually statistically the ninth most critically acclaimed album of the south and you know but you know uh, that's what the brackets for, right? Just right. because it's the ninth doesn't mean it's gonna lose to the eighth. That's right. I mean, offsets can happen. Exactly. Baby. It's madness. Much
0: madness, baby. Holy shit. That's the crazy thing too. And you know, like I, I would. The only reason I brought up the Carter Three is because coming up in middle school, I'm sure this is the same for you. Um, you know, I grew up on Wayne. You know, and we, oh, yeah. we, we, hold Wayne really close to our hearts. Very you know hard. what I mean? And, uh, some of these other albums may have came out a little bit before our time. Uh, but that doesn't mean that they were any uh, any less of popular. They didn't have any, you oh, know, yeah. they didn't fall short in, in popularity, oh, so yeah. to speak. Oh, so, yeah,
1: Wayne especially, man. Carter three was, that was a pop, that was a prime that was just unreal, one of the greatest in hip-hop history. Oh, uh, I agree.
0: That That's definitely, that would be, that's got to go on Lil Wayne's pedestal of one of the greatest, you know, productions yeah, he's ever had. We
1: did the Wayne podcast, right? That was, I don't think we did. We did Future. We did Future. We didn't do it. Okay, I don't think we did a specific way right, well, Now one, we know we th- got that, that gives me an idea. Though. I mean, presi- we spoke it into existence. So I mean, we it's got it's happening. <laughs> it's
0: got to. We you got it here first. We got a lot of expertise on Wayne. We grew up with Wayne. Yeah, let's um, do it. And I and I'm actually close with a lot of, uh, or I know of a lot of artists that look at Wayne as a very close role model. Yeah. Uh, and a very, uh, you know, he's somebody that these guys really look to and they really oh, yeah. make their music you know to oh, aspire yeah, to be like him Lil Uzi's you
1: know? the modern day Lil Wayne oh yeah so um anyways we get we can yeah that's let's, a sidebar we can hop into some for more sure music.
0: yeah let's put a dog ear in that one we definitely got to hop into that let's hop into the north though um okay um talk to me about the seating a little bit here okay I so see, I see a little bit of Chance I see Drake see Eminem
1: yeah so talk this was if I'm being honest with you this was the the region i was least happy with i i know i got the 16 right i know i did um a lot of people will cape for for some of the albums that nearly made it Atrocity exhibition uh 1999 eternal by bone thugs and harmony um what was the other one that was on the list oh j dilla donuts r.i.p j dilla one of the greatest producers of all time and so but like universally these were the most critically acclaimed so i knew i got it right i just didn't like how it's mainly represented by by three artists it's kanye has five in here he has my beautiful dark Twisted fantasy uh late registration watch the throne uh college dropout 808s and heartbreaks and graduation so six so um i knew that coming in that kanye was going to have have a lot because kanye has one of the best discographies in hip-hop especially among northern artists eminem you knew the first three albums were going to be in there no question eminem show marshall mara's lp slim shady lp um so you knew those were going to be there uh, lupe food and liquor i like that that one made it in there and then what was the other one that i was going to highlight yeah coloring book i was surprised got in there i love coloring book uh, and I know it was highly critically acclaimed, and that's what kind of helped it get in there. But I was surprised that when, when I did the ranking that it ended up 11th. I, I thought it was going to end up 15 or 16. But, uh, but it, it, it was higher than Nothing Was the Same, Bad Meets Evil, um, Watch the Throne. Uh, what else was it higher than? So Far Gone. Yeah, So Far Gone. So, yeah, so it, so it was a, it passed quite a few albums that I didn't think it would but uh but that's a testament to chance it's a really great project and again the seating doesn't really matter what matters is you know is is the matchup but uh yeah also comment b made it in there that's a great great album so i overall i know i got the 16 right and i got some slack on reddit for for the north bracket in particular but uh, but i know i got the 16 right it's just i wish there was more diversity you know what i mean like if i had if i had one or two more artists in here it would have worked but i have three from eminem three from drake so take care nothing was the same is so far gone and that makes sense because those three are argued as drake's best project so three of those being in there makes sense because they're all in the same tier they were all actually score wise they were all i think within one or two points of each other they're very close so um so those were all those were all super super close and it made sense that those were in there but you know at the end of the day having 3 from Drake 3 from Eminem 6 from Kanye and then and then and then the rest was just four from uh from Bad Meets Evil which also had Eminem in it uh Watch the Throne also had Kanye in it Food and Liquor uh Common you know graduation or Common B so like you know at the end of the day it kind of i I just wish there was a little bit more representation but I think the matchups in here are actually really fascinating. Like Food and Liquor versus Take Care, that's going to be a battle because there is a strong following for Take Care, as you know, but oh, yeah. there is also an extremely strong cult like following for Food and Liquor by Lupe Fiasco. That is often considered one of the most forgotten classics of all time, if you will. And then also comparing College Dropout and 808s and Heartbreak in the first round. That's going to be really interesting. What are people going to do with that one? Slim Shady LP versus Coloring Book, two totally different tone albums. Coloring Book is all about you know garbage, and, and Slim Shady is you know Eminem saying dark shit because he's Eminem. So it's like, so it's like there's a lot of interesting matchup. Marshall Mar's LP versus So Far Gone, uh, that's an easy matchup for me. But still, it's like a very contrast, two very oh, contrasting yeah. projects. So, I like the matchups in here. I really like how everything played out as far as seating wise, but. Uh, but as far as the 16, I just wish there was a little bit more uh, diversity in it.
0: Yeah, know? yeah, I do. And um, I think it's really kind of, I mean, I, I definitely feel the same way about that. But um, I think it'll be interesting coming down the stretch just to kind of see and really get individual with these, uh, you know, these projects. Just because there's so many, well, there's very few, uh, you know, diversity as far as, uh, you know, the different artists. I guess representation instead of diversity, rather. Yeah. Um, but... Then you can really kind of dive deeper into these individual artists that might have multiple projects on the same in the same region Uh, And you might even see some of these. I mean you will see people go against each other Oh, yeah, like Kanye might Go against against each other in the
1: first round Um, Yeah, I don't I think the way the brackets structured let me see here Um, You might have I think i think as far as the sweet 16 is when you'll have more than one, is when it's possible to have more than one kanye project in so they they uh they eliminated themselves pretty fast because they are in the same region you know yeah. so so that's the thing too is like uh, that's true is biggie kendrick there are artists that have multiple projects in in the in uh each region but they're because they're in the same region uh, they'll be competing against each other shortly,
0: right? So the best ones will have to shine through and really make it to that, you know, yes, the sir. final four. You know, really. So another thing I really noticed about this too is is the individual matchups, mm-hmm. um, because like you said, "Food and Liquor," Lupe, and uh, "Take Care" by Drake. Oof, that's, that's gonna that's, be a battle. It's gonna be a battle, passes, baby. It's, it's gonna be a battle. But I think that's where, and that's why I think the North is gonna be a tipping point. As far as regions go, and it's really yeah. gonna—it's really gonna spice up a lot of people's brackets and their final fours and in their, in their championships, mm-hmm. um, just because it's gonna become a personal preference. Oh yeah, uh, to make that decision, and you know it's gonna be tough. Yeah, that's maybe, a good point. Maybe people don't listen to Lupe a whole lot, but they know Drake. They live and die by Drake, so that's mm-hmm. an automatic take care. Right. You know that's a dub. So. Yeah, and that's that's a very
1: that's a very interesting point. That you know, this is the North. I think might be the bra- or the region that has the most variants. I I really think so because there's a lot of people. That, I think so too. P- that prefer 808s Kanye over College Dropout Kanye. Like those are different era Kanyes, or um or Food and Liquor Take Care. Like we talked about late registration, Watch the Throne. Again, two different Kanyes battling each other. So there's a lot of diversity in this in this region. I think I think you'll see a lot of diversity in people's brackets as they fill them out. But, yeah, so overall, I'm happy with the north. But if I'm honest with you, that's the one I'm least happy about.
0: <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. That's a good transition. Uh, let's see what else we got here.
1: Yeah, we can go to west or the yeah. east, whichever uh, one you want. Let's hit the east. Okay, the east.
0: So okay. uh, talk to me about this one a little bit. Okay, so... How do you feel about the east?
1: <sighs> this was up with the north for opposite reasons the east was uh, was the hardest the north and the east were the hardest uh the east from a standpoint of just getting the 16 right because there's so many great projects like i have a list of uh, of the near cuts on in each region and east has double the amount of near cuts as any other region like the west despite the west having a lot of great projects there was there was a clear tier so it was the west was actually pretty easy to come to a 16 the south was decently easy the north was decently easy as far as as far as the 16 but the east that was brutal man like i mean i think right now yeah so my 16th seed is get rich or die trying a universal classic by 50 cent so that that just goes to show you like here i'll name i'll name because i really want to do this because i want to give these albums love because i do love all of these albums i've listened to all of these albums and i really enjoy all of these albums so i want to give them love because they almost made the cut mob deep infamous big pun capital punishment big l lifestyles of the poor and dangerous run dmc raising hell uh or dmc raising hell and also run dmc uh, then radio by ll cool j liquid swords by jizza Midnight Marauders by Tribe Called Quest. It was written by Nas, Big Daddy Kane, or L- Long Live Big Daddy Kane by, of course, Big Daddy Kane. Hell Hath No Fury and Lord Willing by The Clips, two amazing projects. Mad Villainy by MF Doom, one of the greatest underground hip-hop projects, probably the greatest underground hip-hop project of all time. Daytona by Pusha T. That's a lot of good projects, and. A lot of those, if I'm being honest, could replace multiple, multiple projects in the north, especially the north. So there's a lot of debate when it comes to the 16, and so far that's what I've gotten the most pushback on. Is the north, the north 16, and the east 16, and uh, and, and you know it sucks because all of those albums deserve to be in consideration because those are all great, great hip hop albums and they all are all-time great hip-hop albums they truly are but at the end of the day through multiple lists through extensive research they they just missed the cut you know the last few in just to give uh listeners some reference if they're not if they're not actually looking at the bracket as we as we do this podcast uh the last few seeds are get rich or die trying uh it's dark and hell is hot um what else we got here as far as the lower seeds uh the Black album by Jay-Z. That's incredible. That's a fucking all-time great album. Um, what else do I got here? Black Star <laughs> to Live Quality. Like, that's that's crazy, dude. Like, the Black Star is an amazing ass album. The miseducation of Warren Hill is a 12 seed. That is nuts. This is stacked. The East has Ready to Die by Biggie. Biggie's debut album at number eight. That is insane, dude. Paid in full, Rock Kim and Eric B at sixth seed dude this is like this list was so stacked if you're taking this this the east bracket is the golden state warriors they are loaded front to front to back like more like the clippers actually if i'm being honest with you because the clippers are one through 13 they're deep they got a bunch of solid players it'd be like if the clippers had the starting five the golden state warriors you know this so the star power and the depth but you get what i'm saying because the warriors are kind of thin but that's besides the point whatever the analogy works um the east was tough man
0: it was brutal yeah i mean to say the least the east is just like it's just such a you know the matchups are so crazy the seedings really go without saying you don't really even need this you could have just left the seeds blank they're just (laughs) there for simplicity purposes basically no
1: matter how you arrange the 16 it was going to be like absolutely brutal
0: it'll be interesting to see what all the listeners uh put in and what they have uh, once the East is done with you know because you're sure. What well, at the end of the East I mean this goes for every region at the end of the East you're gonna have one one album yeah one, one album mixtape yep. you're gonna have it there and then that's gonna say something you should be able to compare and it's gonna be hard to do this I know especially for Chris and me too it's gonna be hard for us to take a look at that one standalone album or mixtape at the end and be like, okay, I, I can put this above every other project out, every other project that I that but, I voted out. And you really, I mean, you really actually don't even have to do that because if they don't make it, they don't make it. We already said there's a lot of albums, mixtapes that were and great like the, that didn't make it. They're honor, good honorable honorable mentions.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, like but, the real tournament, man. It's all about matchups. So exactly. What is to say, you know, one album might match up better with another album. So it's all match. It's Hip hop's yeah. a sport, man.
0: It's true. It's true. So. And you know what? What happens at the end of the day a lot of it is going to be determined by personal preference 100% um you know so it's going to be really interesting to see but um we'll leave a lot of that up for interpretation too for the listeners out there yeah. let's hop over to the west though okay um to wrap it up what do you think of, what do you when you were done doing the west you said the west was not as hard to you know mm-hmm. kind of construct as the east but what what were, what are your takeaways from the west
1: okay so what i meant by that to kind of clarify is uh is that the 16 choosing the 16 it was the least stressful of the regions just because um the 16 that i had was like a pretty clear tier like after that there's other great west coast albums but they're not on that level like one of my favorite albums for personally streets is a motherfucker by corrupt that didn't make the list that was a short uh or that was a close cut doc's debut album easy E easy does it these are good albums but nobody talks about them in the same level they talk about the documentary or um or what's another lower seed that i have here or uh chronic 2001 like those are 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 a level above uh above those uh above those albums those other albums excuse me so that to me so the 16 was easy and then like i said you know because i'm not really determining the seeding at all it's it's just basically math that's determining the seeding uh, so, the West region was easy. And just the way it, it turned out, like, it looks to me as somebody who loves West Coast music. Like, if I'm being honest, West Coast is my favorite uh, favorite region in hip-hop. I've just always been drawn to the, the sonics of the West Coast sound. So, I, I'm really happy with how it turned out. Like, I love, I love pretty much every single first-round matchup to me. It's, like, absolutely super interesting, like, when it comes down to it. Like, I can't wait... I can't wait to do Dan versus uh, Machiavelli, which I think is Tupac's best album. So, Tupac's best album versus Kendrick's, in my opinion, third best album, which is better. That's interesting. Uh, Ice Cube, unfortunately, he got pit against himself. He had two albums in here, and both of them are against each other in the first round America's Most Wanted Death Certificate. That's interesting. Um, then you got. You got Doggy Style versus E-40 Bay Area in a major way. You got Good Kid Mass City versus DJ Quick is the name, and that is a dope album. I was actually playing that last night when we were riding around in the car, or two nights ago that was now, when we were, when we were going to Rite Aid. Shout out the Rite Aid Trip. And, <laughs> and To Pimp a Butterfly versus Me Against the World, All Eyes on Me versus Bizarre 2, The Far Side. Like I just like all these matchups because I, like I won like all these albums and genuinely listen to all these albums and two just the matchups are super super interesting to me especially when it gets into the second round like dam's going fi- to dam or machiavelli whichever you choose is going to face doggy style or in a major way and that's going to be a very interesting debate um, let's see here you got and then you got good kid bad city's probably going to win against dj quick if i'm be- that's probably going to be the consensus there but maybe some people have DJ Quick, but for the most part, it'll probably be Good Kid, M.A.D. City. So Good Kid, M.A.D. City versus Straight Outta Compton, because uh, you assume Straight Outta Compton is going to beat the Chronic 2001. That's going to be a hell of a battle in the next round. Oh my so gosh. like, yeah. So all eyes on me. One of the highest-selling hip-hop albums of all time. One of seven albums that only went that, that went diamond in the history of hip-hop versus the most critically acclaimed album. Of all genres since 2000s to Pimp a Butterfly, that's a hell of a battle. So, man, the West gets really interesting really quick. So I'm actually really really excited, and I've been listening to these albums a lot this past week in preparation for this uh, for the bracket podcast that I'm going to be doing on my channel. And it's going to be interesting to see how these all how these all play out.
0: You know that's really true too. And I'm looking at uh, that lower half of the West. Uh, and I know I'm going to have All Eyes On Me. That's going to be going against The Pimp A Butterfly. That's going to take Tupac's Me Against The World album out. Yeah. Um, you know, and I don't know. It's, it's going to be tough because, you know, then you're going to have Good Kid, Mad City versus Straight Outta Compton, you know, shout out NWA. Uh, and, you know, once it gets to that second round, I'm going to be, I'm going to probably spend a lot of time on that. Like I don't know who I'm going to pick because those are the four albums that really got me into hip-hop. Early on, you know, all eyes on me. You know, I love that yeah. Tupac. I mean, like you said, is a writer. I know you yeah.
1: play that record a oh, lot. I do, I do. And what's the other one you play off
0: there uh, a lot? I thi- uh, picture me rolling.
1: Picture me roll. Yeah, yeah, that's the other one you really play a lot. Uh, yeah. I love that song. Yeah, that one's a dope record. Um, that
0: yeah. is. I like the dialogue too in the beginning of that song too. If, oh, if yeah. you guys haven't checked that out, make sure you do it. It's a it's a staple uh, in the in the hip hop community. Absolutely. If you guys don't listen to hip hop, I mean, or, not hip hop. If you don't listen to Tupac, I mean. Yeah, Check punch them out it's some the it's some older yeah punch yourself in the face first uh, And then hop on Spotify even go on YouTube just listen to it I know a lot of people that are listening to these new-age hip-hop uh, Rappers and you know artists they're like, you know, I don't need to listen to the old-school hip-hop I don't need to listen to that because that's not the same style, you know, but it's just even if you're not into it You get a different appreciation for the stuff that's out today um, If you do go back and listen to it because it's just that's where all the new-age stuff really developed from that's like that's like the grandfather of you know the kid. So I don't yeah. know. It, it, definitely check it out if you haven't. Even if it's not your style, check it out. You'll have a different appreciation for music in general afterwards.
1: Great PSA, man. Yeah, I'll totally. Co-sign it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I guess that kind of wraps up the West. Um, what other takeaways do you have as far as the bracket? What kind of what other news you got for these guys that are going to be filling out the bracket?
1: Um. Well. The best I can say, because I don't know the order that I'm rolling out, but I'll say I have a few more brackets coming, so be ready for those um, to carry us through the tournament. But in the meantime, fill out this bracket. Print it out. Uh, print it out if you if you want and write it out and screenshot it or, or send a picture of it to my my twitter or instagram at real i will throw it up on my story and i'll and, and i'll hit you with the feedback on it I'll, i can't wait to hear it. i know a lot of people are filling out this bracket right now and i'm actually really really excited i'm gonna print out a copy myself w- later tonight hopefully and i'm I'm gonna get to work i'm gonna get to work on it because it's gonna be a brutal brutal uh oh man i don't know dude i don't know a lot of the decisions i'm gonna make as we're recording this and and i'm about 24 hours out from recording my own podcast about it so i'm i'm really interested to see where uh where this where this bracket's gonna go what the final product's gonna look like because i don't even know but at the end of the day it's going to be really cool when you got one from the east, one from the north, one from the south and one from the west in the final 4 and then you're going to have and then you're going to have an, an all-time champion and we'll see. I think there'll be I think there'll be a lot of similarities among all-time champion, but the road to the 64, the road to the final 4, I should say, is going to be very, very interesting and very diverse. I can't wait.
0: Oh, it'll be so diverse just because I'll bring this back up again. The personal preference that comes into different styles, different artists, uh, right. different, you know, different ages of rap and hip hop really is gonna dictate a lot of the matchups and a lot of the, you know, the artists and albums that make it to the final four. Yeah, that's uh, you know, why even I, make it to the Elite Eight and Sweet Sixteen. So
1: Yeah, that's why that's why I wanted to be as hands off as possible in, in determining the actual the actual brackets because because once it gets to the sixty four, this is all personal preference. You're gonna have people that are gonna say, Oh, uh, knock out Ilmatic in the first round. They're crazy. That's not really gonna happen. But you know what I'm saying? Like you're gonna see you're gonna see people that are gonna take so far gone over Marshall Matters LP, and that's gonna be crazy. But, you know, that's personal preference. They don't like Eminem raging out, spazzing out like crazy. They like they like cool, calm, relatable. Uh, relatable vulnerable Drake and you know that's fine that's fine if that relates to you more that's cool you know like I I get it so it's like so it's like it's all gonna come down to personal preference so that's why when I made this list I want it to be as hands-off as possible because I know that once the bracket is done once it's out that actual bracket itself is gonna be all personal preference
0: yeah that's so true too it's really gonna be interesting to see uh, who really makes it to the end and it's gonna be so cool I said this, uh, actually, I don't think I said this yet, but I'm going to be posting the link to the tweet on Chris's Twitter uh, to this bracket, so feel free to check that out. Um, He even took screenshots of the individual um, regions, so it's a little bit easier to see and a little bit easier to break down. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm really excited to do this bracket. Um, And, you know... I'm going to be revisiting a lot of the albums and a lot of the artists that kind of got me into hip-hop and gave me my humble beginnings yeah, man. Um, You know and really kind of gave me my vision You're gonna have as, to post yeah, your bracket on Tripod, and, and I gotta
1: see it dude. Oh, I definitely I will wait, so. I'll probably
0: print it out too and just take and snap a pic of it uh, just to make things easier I sure. might even take some notes on the side margins um, just to kind, of, you know, what I mean, just kind of, you know, get my mind right because Dude, there's a I few got, things that I'm not even sure. I about. got
1: 20 pages of notes already on my shit, and I haven't even figured it out. Like, I am. This is like to me, this is my, this is my dream. Like, it's a lot of work. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's a lot of work, a lot of stress, but it is so much fun, man. I got 20 pages. Okay, technically 19 pages of notes on these albums. Um, that i 'm comparing and that's and that 's not counting the ones that are on my phone that 's just on one Google doc, so I have more on my phone so i 'm probably looking at forty to fifty pages of notes between between all the albums and and i 'm going to be diving deep and, uh, and filling out the brackets, so it 's going to be it 's going to be really fun
0: that 's crazy. When do you think uh, you 'll have your bracket done
1: so i 'm recording it on wednesday it 's technically tuesday now it 's Monday night Tuesday basically um, as we 're recording this and my bracket i'm recording sometime wednesday with a special guest to be to be announced so stay tuned for that so we will fill out our own brackets and then we'll come together and make a consensus bracket on the podcast which will be very fun and then um and then i'll be recording it late wednesday so it'll probably come out either wednesday night or thursday morning and that's about when the tournament starts i don't know the actual date because again i don't actually watch college basketball i'm just uh I'm just using the NCA for their dope bracket tournament idea. So,
0: <laughs> the structure, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, shout out the structure.
1: Yeah, shout out the structure. So, uh, bracketology is fun, man. Stay tuned for more brackets. I got, um, I got a bracket that I know you're gonna love personally. That I got coming out. I got a few brackets um, and a lot of different things too. So, um, stay tuned. Might be a bracket on your favorite artist. Might be a bracket on your favorite label. Your favorite hip hop group. The possibilities are endless, so stay tuned for that.
0: I really, I can't wait for these brackets to come out and do them more because I remember just doing the Kanye bracket last year. Oh, and that uh, was so much fun. Comparing them that. between you and me. Because I know you, I mean, you're probably more into Kanye than me. I'm definitely mm-hmm. a huge into Kanye. Um, but just seeing the matchups and seeing where we had similarities and the differences was really, really cool to see. It was so fun, yeah. I can't wait to see that in future brackets um, with future artists, labels, etc., um, but yeah, actually tomorrow um, we're going to be recording a podcast with and uh, with and regarding uh, March Madness and the actual NCAA tournament uh, that does tip off uh, in a couple days. So we'll. Uh I can't wait to get into that. I don't know if Chris is going to join me for that cuz he's not I'm not going to join you. I'm not
1: going to join you, but I will be honest, I am going to listen because I fill out a bracket every year, You got to, I, yeah. even though I never watch it. college, I just fill out a bracket just for shits and giggles. Yeah. Um so I'm I'm definitely going to fill it out. I'm definitely going to need your guys' advice when it comes to the tournament because I know absolutely nothing cuz <laughs> I don't watch any college basketball whatsoever. I watched my first game Yesterday, on St. Paddy's Day. Really? That was the first game I watched, the U of M-Michigan uh, game. I I even missed their other... I even missed the, the last time, like a week or two ago, that State played U of M.
0: Really? No yeah. kidding? Wow, that's crazy! I never knew that. Yeah, man,
1: I watch the NBA twenty four seven, but college. I
0: know you're a big NBA guy.
1: College, yeah, I'm I'm out on it, but I'm here for the tournament. I'm here. for Oh the tournament,
0: yeah, so you gotta be about it. You gotta be about the tournament, especially this time of year. It's like the Super Bowl or whenever. Hell yeah. You know, even the World Cup. If You're not a soccer fan. World Cup comes around, you're the biggest soccer fan in in the, in the house. Oh yeah. So I mean, I mean, you gotta rep your country. You gotta rep your team. Uh, MSU is our team, so we're obviously uh, pushing hard, rooting hard for these guys uh, to do well. Suffered a big injury yesterday with. Uh, Arne's uh, fallen down, uh, hurt his leg. Um, Sounds so prayers like he'll are be him. okay, though, right? I think he'll be fine, yeah. I don't know if he'll be returning anytime soon, oh, okay. maybe the second or third round if he's better and recuperate. If he's uh, rehabbed up, he might come back, but um, we'll stay tuned on that. Hopefully hopefully has a speedy recovery. He didn't look too well yesterday based on the replays, but yeah. um, we'll be praying for him. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I just, I can't wait for these brackets to come out and just the whole hype and the whole atmosphere of bracket algae and March Madness is just so crazy, dude. I just love it. Uh, And everyone lives it. And that's just the craziest part. But yeah, make sure to check us out on our socials. Check out Chris's podcast. Uh, he's got a new one coming out tomorrow, or is it coming out tomorrow? Or is it getting recorded tomorrow? It's
1: getting recorded okay. tomorrow, so it's getting recorded on Wednesday. Release day is
0: uh, TBA. Yeah,
1: yeah re- release day is Wednesday night, Thursday, okay. Thursday morning, early, something like that. So, so like
0: that's right in time for everything to happen anyway. Yeah, right so pretty much as
1: as the shit. I dropped the I dropped the bracket on Selection Sunday, so um, oh, but okay. but throughout dope. the day uh it, throughout the throughout the coming days feel free to again fill out the bracket and if you fill it out send a screenshot of it my way and I and I'll definitely and I'll definitely check it out I'll definitely peep it and uh, I'm really really excited to see what everybody's doing because I already know there's going to be a lot of different brackets filled out because a lot of people are filling this out right now and I know I'm going to get a lot of different results so oh you excited. definitely
0: will you definitely will. Yeah, make sure to check out that tweet, too. I'll throw that in the description. For sure. Um, thank you. But, yeah, uh, thank you guys all for tuning in tonight. I'm looking forward to these brackets, looking forward to these tweets, this outreach. Um, but, yeah, have a great night. Thanks for tuning in. This is TrillPod. I'm John the II, and peace out. <laughs> for my last-
1: That's it. Suicide, I fucking see me from the rooftop. The only thing I ever did was mentioning ever since leg. Burn me a CD of L. that now, probably still in my boombox. But nowadays, I can't.